Hey y'all, uh, it's John, here with Brittany. Hi. And this is our third episode of Team Talks. We're going to jump straight into it. We're going to talk about UFC 246. It's going to be a very short episode, it'll last about 40 seconds. Uh- <laughs> oh. Too soon. I'm very sad. Yeah, this was such an anticipated weekend, and we were very, very excited for the fight. Well, multiple fights, but well, really just the fight. Really for the, the Connor and Cowboy fight. I watched all of their like past important fights. I checked up all their stats. I watched all their pre-fight interviews. And was like, oh, Connor's not so much of a, of a poop head as he had pre- previously been. What? I don't have to cuss if I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> poop head. Um, but yeah, super anticipated. We went home to Fresno for my parents' uh, 30th year anniversary. And uh, they scheduled dinner early Saturday night so we could watch the fight and then dropped us off at Dave and Buster's <laughs> after. Which, um, if you guys don't like want to buy the fight and you have a Dave and Buster's near you, Dave and Buster's is a sponsor of the UFC, so they always have the fights. They're always open. And when we went, it was only 15 bucks to like get a seat. At the place. Like a comfy. But there were plenty of people just standing around, kind of holding their drinks and like watching the fights for free. So. I made a sit down. I was like, I'm going to watch this yeah. <laughs> fight that's going to be multiple rounds. <laughs> but yeah, so totally check that out if you have a Dave and Buster's near you or something like that because you could just go watch the fight for free and play some games yeah, if you want. I think I was anxious because like, we really wanted to buy the fight <clears throat> at home. Yeah. Also, we're... But we weren't struggling with buying it because oh, yeah, that whole new the whole process of like buying it through the ESPN Plus app and then on pay per view and needing a TV provider just has caused so much headache for us. Mm-hmm. Well, and then um, I think we were anticipating it being very much like Santa Barbara area where there's like one place in all of Santa Barbara County showing the fight at, and it's just like. But Fresno was popping out different. Yeah, places. they had so many different places, so that was nice. Yeah, that was cool. But anyway, so this fight, Conor yeah, let's, McGregor, let's talk about it. Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Hey, babe, what are your thoughts? First off, I'm a big fan of both of them, as I've already previously said. But coming into this fight, I definitely was on McGregor winning the fight. I actually made a bet with my buddy for some push-ups. Not, not money, because we're both broke, you know. But we bet... We bet push-ups, and I bet on Connor. So I knew Connor was gonna win this fight. I projected a second round, late second round knockout, but I I don't think anyone was expecting or ready for what mm. happened in there. I was just so sad. I was really, really sad because. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm covering my mouth. Um. But I was really sad because I think Connor just took advantage, which he should have, whatever, of Cowboy's tendency to, like, Hell yeah, start did. real slow. He came out with a freaking well, that was, Everybody knew that was going to happen, hand. but... Not to the extent Connor did. Not to... He literally... Okay, that first punch. That first punch that Donald uh, dodged was... That came from... Crazy. Out of the tunnel. That was... <laughs> that was 15 months. Bam! <laughs> Um, but yeah, 
I just think it's absolutely crazy that you could be that damaged with a shoulder. Yeah. Like, my little one thinks that, like, is that a normal, that's not a normal move. I mean, like, people in the clinch yeah, people will have done it. use a shoulder, but he straight, like, that's how he defeated him. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anyone use their shoulder. It's usually more in, like, side control that I've seen shoulder blows where they're kind of almost mean wrestling? A, yeah, like, when they're on the ground, he's on his back, and they're kind of in a crucifix position where they have one arm trapped and one arm trapped and they kind of use their shoulder to hit to the face while it's exposed. But it's kind of like a circumstantial, like, this is oh, the position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, it was in the clinch as well, but, like, he was going to hurt him with any body part that he had. Yeah, and, and I don't think, I mean, Connor talked it up a little bit. Like, yeah, we've worked on it, you know, like, it's a good, it's a good, I don't think they've really trained it. I think that was more of a spur of the moment, like, in the, this is here. I'm gonna hit him. I just yeah. need to hit him. And the kind of impact he had, just changing levels, and that second one is the one that did the most damage and separated his nose. Like it looked like he broke it in the second yeah. shoulder, and then, and then the next the one eye. in the eyes yeah. and the forehead. And I mean, even Donald in the post interview was like, "Yeah, he got me with some elbows," and I was, <laughs> he was like, "He doesn't even know so their shoulders. <laughs> like he doesn't even know." Yeah. That was, it was really interesting. And then he and freaking then the head, head kick. kicked him. <laughs> just just amazing. An amazing performance by Connor. And I mean, I think people were expecting an amazing performance, but not quite another highlight to add to his legacy. Well, it's interesting because obviously some people are disappointed because they wanted to fight. They want, like, um, you know, it's like Cowboy's most anticipated fight of all time. Like, so excited, so well trained for it. He talks about like actually having a game plan for Connor, blah 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 blah. blah. But uh, oh, like I think man. a lot of people will will rig and have rigged on Connor for like like he didn't actually show a whole lot of his arsenal or a whole lot of his like you know I've been training blah blah blah, blah and but he did <laughs> he did just yeah. in his like he showed up level <laughs> of aggression like just because he finished him in that short amount of time doesn't mean he didn't showcase himself i guess see where, where i'm curious is he came out very ready very intensely looked very good for 40 seconds yeah what i'm curious about at 170 is how long he can maintain that he the looked more the bigger he is so the more muscle he's gonna tire out even quicker and as a guy who already didn't have great cardio and would die out in rounds four and five it's not even necessarily doesn't have good cardio. It's that he just freaking puts everything into everything. Don't mean that's a part of it. If, if that gasses you out, then that means you don't have good cardio. I mean, I so, guess. But, like, other people who last, quote-unquote, all five rounds don't necessarily have the power behind Connor. Like, they can just chill more. Like, you yeah. know, just comparatively, cardio isn't necessarily... I don't know. Yeah, I'm just curious if that fight had gone into deeper rounds... The deeper How would he have win, I'm sure been able to handle that. The I mean, favor went to Cowboy the longer the fight went. Exactly. Which is why Connor came out the way he did, in my opinion. But let's just talk. Can we talk about how exciting it was to see Connor be as like sportsman like as oh, he yeah. was and how respectful? I think it is the most intimidating for someone maybe this is just like me growing up in the program I grew up. Where, like, you don't say shit, you don't talk about anyone, you don't need to, you don't need to say anything if what you're about to do, like, will speak for you. Like, yeah. you don't Which need to trash talk. what Khabib does. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. But, 
what was cool about Connor is not only did he not say anything negative about Cowboy, he was super respectful and like super honorable and super like even after the fight, it wasn't like a, oh yeah, you know that was easy or he was super super respectful the whole time talking about his stats. He even made a point at one point. I think Connor's a little bit annoyed with the BMF belt being a belt. He's kind of like, they're just making belts for anything now, aren't they? Yeah. Like, which I kind of get, too. Like, no one actually fought for a title for that. But he was like, get Cowboy belt. He is the most knockouts via head kick in the UFC. Are you kidding me? That needs a freaking belt in itself. Which is just cool. talking about how he got to head kick, take him down. I know. Um, like, that's really like cool. Like a kid I'm, in the candy store. He was genuinely. like, oh, you know, you know, I'm happy to get one myself. You know, like, oh. Yeah. It's just nice to see him back and motivated the way he was before all the fame and all the drama. Yeah, I never saw any of that. <clears throat> I saw, like, even if, like, the clips, the small clips and short clips I saw of him pre-hype, he was still, like, trash-talking and kind of obnoxious a little bit, but... I mean, part of that is, like, you want the attention so you get the fights. Like, yeah, I, I mean, he's always kind of being a little trashy, but with a purpose. I feel like at the end, it got a little bit trashy. Well, with Khabib, it was straight up Well, they, there's just so wrong. much bad blood between the two of them and their yeah, camps and all that. But, like, I and fault they, Connor for it, a lot of it. And I fault... I mean, I mean I you can fault too. Connor, but it's the first time Khabib's ever snapped. Ever snapped? Yeah, he's never... Like he oh he's always kept his cool he's always yeah, kept yeah. his cool he's Mr. Russia you know like yeah because what that didn't affect their fight at all that affected no not the fight I'm just saying like else the po- political aspect of it is I don't I think he took that one too far think that I think he that will happen in the future yeah I agree that's my point I think, I think even if he and when he I should say fights Khabib again because I think he will even if I think even if Tony. Gets Tony Ferguson gets the belt from Khabib in April. Like McGregor will want to fight for the belt, but who also want to fight Khabib again? Like that's never going to go away. Just like yeah, but also Khabib's not going to lose the belt to Tony. Just brought up a whole lot of topics. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I think I should slow down. I hope. Point is, that's always going to be there. That Tony, fight is yeah. always going to be there. I hope. Well, he has to get an attempt to avenge his loss. You yeah, know, like, like no matter what, that's my things. point. He did the same thing with Nate Diaz. He wanted that rematch. He's going to get the same one with Khabib. And partially because Dana White is hyping it up as the biggest combat sports fight, period. He thinks it's going to make more money than Conor and Floyd Mayweather. He didn't say more. He said as much. He said I'd be willing to bet it would make as much as Conor. Which I don't think is true. I don't know, babe. <clears throat> I don't even think if him and Floyd fought again... Which there's a possibility of that it would make the same amount of money. Would you like that? Would you like if they fought again? I would. I just would like it to happen in 2021 or yeah, not soon. end of 2021. Well, I, I, I want this... him to stay in the UFC as his primary for the rest of this year at least. Just so he's in the works. You know, He's still training the same things. Would you be down for a different boxing crossover like in a different way it sounds like something's happening I don't know what it is but well they're in Dana White and Floyd Mayweather it takes time for things to plan out I mean but my point is would you be cool with all that like even if it wasn't with Connor if it didn't have anything to do with Connor oh yeah I think Francis Ngannou is potentially going into boxing as well will it always be someone from MMA like 
going into boxing, or do you think Floyd oh, yeah. would ever go into no, the UFC? No, never, never. Because he wouldn't survive. No, he would get his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, Floyd is a smart, smart man. Like, he is one of the best businessmen in the sport, like, period. Let alone being one of the best boxers, probably the best boxer ever. He is a just as good of a businessman, and he knows that there's no way he would ever... He's trained his whole life to box. I know. It's just interesting. Like it adds too many new elements. Like, I I understand... Like, even if they were to box in four-ounce gloves, I don't think he would... Do as well? He would even do that. I don't think he would even change the glove size. Well, he shouldn't if he has a record. I understand all that. So but it is gloves. interesting, because for me, it's like... Well, yeah, Floyd beat Connor, but Connor held his own enough for me to, like, justify that fight to start. Like, I think. Yeah, there's no way he should have done that well. <laughs> he, he still lost, but. No, but that's my point. Like, but, like, if you're, the world were reversed, it wouldn't be nearly the same. It's just. It's cool. It'd be less than 40 seconds. <laughs> it, it adds to the respect I have for the, the company of UFC and for the sport of it. Oh, yeah. Well, and then Connor is just an animal. In itself, like he's not just a UFC fighter, you know. Like I know he wants a boxing title too. <laughs> that he is like an all-around combat sport athlete, but anyway, this fight with yeah, Cowboy he's got a lot of options made me forward. so sad, and I think Cowboy. Yeah, let's talk about Cowboy. So sad, and I just there's a lot of talk about you know Cowboy's getting older. He's 36. He's had a lot of fights. He's taken a lot of damage. Like, is Cowboy on his way out? So what do you what do you think? Well, yeah, I but I don't think that I don't I think that he has too much respect from his fans and from the company from Dana White. I love Dana White, by the way. Sorry, I got excited. Um, I think he has too much respect from them to for them to not like give him a fight or to be kind of restrictive in that. I think they'll still respect if he like if he were to call out somebody right now. I think they would give it to him, just not. Anyone who's like super high ranked because he lost to all of them those last three fights. That's that. That's my thing. Is like, oh, is is Cowboy done? You know, like, is he too old? Yes, he did lose three in a row, but he also lost three fights to three of the top lightweight contenders. Like, he's not fighting Joe Schmo and like random slouches. You know, like he's yeah. But is it worth it to fight those guys at this point? I think that's, like, what everybody's questions will be. It's like, what are you proving with that fight? No one fights to be... No one wants to fight random, lame, undercard people. You know, like... Like, you you fight because you want those fights. You fight because you want to win a world title. You fight because of the belt and, you know, like, what that earns. I think when Cowboy is no longer a contender and is no longer considered a contender is when he starts to taper off and, and exit. Well, I think that's what it does right now. He lost to number one contender, number three contender, and number four contender. You can't tell me that he's... So the only person he has to fight is Dustin Poirier, <laughs> the number two. And then he can retire. <laughs> Dustin's number two? Dustin, yeah, I think that... Well, no, I'm sure the me. ranking has shifted. Contender, not rank. I know, but Connor is number one contender. No. Tony is the number one contender. Oh. I think Dustin Poirier is number two. Connor's three. Justin Gaethje's four. Gotcha. Cowboy's five. And now. But it's probably changed. I think it comes out it either out today morning. or tomorrow. Yeah. 
the with ra- the new rankings. The new rankings, yeah. Which probably shoots Connor up to number two. Behind Tony. Behind Tony, yeah. Okay. I'd assume. Yeah. But anyway, my point is, like, it's not like he's going to get any of those fights back. It's not like he's going to re... I'm like... I could see him getting a rematch with Justin Gaethje. Maybe. Just because they're four and five and they're kind of down there and not realistically... And getting a title <laughs> shot yet. Yeah. And Have... they still want to fight, you know, that upper t- echelon... Who has Tony fought in terms of contenders? Has he fought Gaethje? Um, I don't know. I don't think he's... I don't know. If he did okay. fight Gaethje, he won. Because... Yeah, because he's above him. In yeah. Well, not just that. Is he hasn't lost in his last 16 or 17 matches. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I knew, I knew that's what his record was. I'm not the biggest fan of Tony. I want Khabib to win that for sure. I know. I, I, I mean, Tony hasn't been around. He he had the interim belt, and then he hurt himself, and then he didn't get to defend it. Yeah. So, that's part of it. I mean, he's just a little bit annoying. Yeah. But he's really cool to watch because he's so creative and so weird. And part of him being annoying is him just, like, not believing that the belt still shouldn't be his. Like, from when he relinquished it to now... It's been quite some time, and he still hasn't got a title shot, and he thinks that that belt should have been his the entire time. Yes, he got hurt, but he should have got the next title shot, and that's not really what happened. Yeah, well, all that's confusing. Well, okay, question. Do you... Who do you see Connor fighting next, assuming the... Khabib Tony fight goes through in April. Do you think he he won't fight before then? I think I think that fight does go through. I think so too. I don't think that's it's fifth I time the it. charm. I think I think it happens, and I think realistically, his best bet. I don't think he should get a title shot at one fifty five without fighting a fight at one fifty five. Yes, I agree. I think. Whether this, or not Dana White is going to require this at that. Yeah. So I think, honestly, what I would like to see is I would like to see Conor McGregor, Justin Gaethje in, yeah. Mar- in March. I think I was thinking that too. Oh, but what if he. Because if he does in March, I'm assuming they're going to fight in April. Could be even Tony, yeah. Yeah. Then we're looking August, September. For the Potentially, title. depending upon how that fight goes Maybe between Tony, could be October. That's but that would get him his three fights in 2020 the way he wants. But there's all this talk of the Masvidal fight for the BMF, and I I don't like that matchup right now. Not for Connor, not for Masvidal. I want Masvidal Usman to fight. I think that is the matchup to make. Not saying that he can't fight for. A BMF. And I don't know how that would work with the BMF as well. Like if Masvidal and Usman fight for the welterweight title and Usman wins, does he take the BMF belt? No, it would have to be a fight for the BMF belt, I think. But I don't know, would he... Like, the BMF belt is such an exclusive thing. Like, it's not... Like, all fighters are bad motherfuckers, right? Like, you can generally say that. Like, everyone in the UFC... Yeah. 
beats up on people and gets beaten up they have by shit. people. They yeah. have a little bit like that. But in order to like earn the belt, I feel like there's a whole different level of swagger you need. Yeah, I get that, but I, I feel like it's not fair if Usman fights him and beats him that he doesn't get that belt. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's just Dana, but that's I think why Dana White was like, this is a one-off. I think that's why he said that. Yeah, I think it has better potential to be a bigger thing away from world titles. Yeah. But I also don't want it to stay a 170 belt. <sighs> I don't care anymore. It was cool for Nate and, and Jorge, but I'm, I'm well, kind not, of on the side not of... Not that cool for Nate. <laughs> No, but, like, I appreciate, like, no, but my point is, like, those two characters are the two characters in the UFC that fit that title. Maybe Cowboy, but Cowboy even is, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I, but my point is, like, that was a cool story. That was a cool matchup. I don't want it just to be anybody fighting for that kind of a belt. I think that's why Dana was like, oh, this is the one time thing. And had we gotten, like, a full fight out of that it would have been I agree cooler but I, I think the only reason why Masvidal is trying to quote unquote defend it is because he thinks McGregor is gonna be the guy to challenge for it and that's a big money fight and that's gonna make him a lot of money and that's oh, why yeah. he wants it to be continued well yeah but also because that's the only freaking belt he has like that's he's true, gonna yeah. pipe that up <laughs> as much as he can in a previous interview um, like before, prior to the BMF fight, an interviewer was like, he like said like, oh, for the belt. Well, it's not really a, a real belt. And Hori goes, no, 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 it's a real belt. What are you talking about? It was like all defensive. And it's like. It's the most expensive belt. I know. Some, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm kind of on Connor's side at this point where it's just like, it doesn't mean the same. Sorry. Don't act like it does. You're a cool fighter. You're going to get your shot. It's true. Chill out. Okay. You don't need to well, make this a bigger thing. Here. He's going to fight Usman. I think he's going to fight Usman next. Yeah, I, I don't think Conor wants to fight Masvidal. One, I think that's not a good matchup for him. He split one and one against Diaz where he got submitted and he won a split decision. And Masvidal beat the shit out of Nate Diaz. <laughs> so I, I think Whatever. <laughs> Conor doesn't want to ha- take on that. The thing with that, that it's like I agree. He beat the shit out of Nate Diaz. <laughs> He 100% was winning that fight up until that point. But Nate Diaz does not win fights this is true. by beating up on other guys. He gets beaten up for four and a half rounds and then catches them at the very end. Like, you did like with that was the trajectory of that fight. Like, yeah. had Nate Diaz's face not been cut up and they had to stop it, he would have. Not he would have, but he would have had a likelier... Sh- like, he could have caught him in it. Because yeah. you can anytime, catch anyone. Anytime. You can catch anyone anytime. That's part of fighting. But, like, you know, it's not like... It's not like that's how Nate was going to beat Jorge anyway, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I don't think we were very consistent and clear in our talking on this topic. That's okay. We, so what, what fight, what matchup do you want to see next? Well, here's the thing. I don't think Connor's going to fight before the April fight. I don't think he's going to bet. Is. I don't think he's going to bet on that going through. Unless, he already pitched fighting in March. He already pitched like running that card. Maybe. Which I and then think, well, hold on, and then he's trying to get back to that April fight after. Like he's like, I'll fight in March and then turn around and fight in a month again because he's planning on fighting in April. That's how he should. If he's like really thinking that the Khabib and Tony fight isn't going to happen, then he should plan to fight in April. So is that him being like, I'll fight in March and April? I think that's what he's saying. 
Well, I want him and Gagey, I think. I haven't watched enough of Gagey's fights. I think fights. him and Gagey would be a I think I would like Gagey as a person, too. He seems really cute and, like... He's got stuff to figure out with Dana White, but... Yeah, apparently they're kind of tense or whatever, but... Whatever. With Connor, I want to see the Khabib fight. I'm curious as to how he will go about... All the press with the Khabib fight and how different that will be. And then... For Cowboy... I think he needs some time off. Yeah, he needs to let this movie come out that he's, like, guest starring in for a hot second with Mark Wahlberg, I guess, that's happening. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he needs to just take a little time off, kind of gather himself. He had three pretty quick ass whippings. It's just frustrating because if you were to look at his fight in May against What's-His-Face, Iquiwata. I- I'm talking about Al? Yeah. Al Kinte? Yeah. Yeah. That was such a cool fight. Like, that was such a... That was a cowboy type of fight where he could wear someone down and continue to hit and continue to get... Like, it was a very slow-paced, like, strategic type of thing. And it lasted all five rounds, and both men were, like, super... Like, it was a cool, cool, cool fight, and he did such a good job. And then he turned around, months later, got his booty beat by Tony. Five months later, four months later, got his booty beat by Gaethje. Like, like some really intense fights, and it's just, it makes me sad. Yeah. Because, like, if you were to look, like, has Tony fought since the June fight? Since Cowboy? Yeah. No. That's how, that's just frustrating to me. It's not frustrating. That's how the fight game works. That's That's very normal. Two fights a year, six months apart, that's. That's the but that's most my point. responsible professional way to do it. I know. And you got people like Cowboy and Connor who want to fight every other month. They're just messing up. I the know, whole and it's like things. it's cool for Cowboy to like have that be his personality, but like at the same time, like maybe I just want to know not. what else could have happened. You know, like what would have been different. How? Yeah, what but that's not Cowboy, so you'll, you'll never know that. You know. Was there anything else about Cowboy? I forgot. I don't know. Dude. I want to go on a little a little rant about... I've been thinking... What I want to happen... Is I want Khabib Tony to happen. I think Khabib will win. And then... I want Connor to be the next contender. And I want him to fight... Gaethje so that there's no... Question. Question of... Gaethje's been around. Gaethje's been solid. Why hasn't Gaethje got a shot? Right. I think if Connor beats Gaethje, Gaethje takes a step back, and Connor gets that fight. And I want Khabib to win again against Connor. I think okay. I think he'll win again because I want Khabib GSP. I think GSP will come back and cut weight for that one fifty five title shot, and that would make GSP. The first potential fighter to have three different weight classes. Not Connor. Which I think would be huge if Connor were to potentially fight for that belt against GSP. They but both... I think GSP will fight and then bail again, like he did with Michael Bisping. But Yeah, because he doesn't fight. He doesn't fight. He's literally had twelve fights in his whole career. Who? GSP, babe. No. Oh my god, we looked this up on our drive home from San Diego. He's like 22 and 2. Nah, 
He's literally had like not very many fights. No, he's like twenty two and two. He's lost to both Matts, Matt Sarah and Matt Hughes, and he's got I mean he defended quite a few times, I believe, at <coughs> at like at uh welterweight. We're Googling right now to double check. But I swear he's in the early twenties or late teens. Oh yeah, you're right. What's the record? Twenty six and two. Twenty six and two. Okay, you're right. I cut him a few ways. Why was I talking about that? Oh, I think in the UFC it was a small number. Was that like in a particular time frame? Because he's only fought like maybe not three fights in the last seven years or something crazy. That is kind of what I was going at. I guess I think my stat was wrong. But he was fighting for a long time before that. Before and was that. defending his belt. Okay, so the difference is he wasn't fighting. He doesn't fight consistently for very long, or hasn't. Correct. In a while. So. Whereas. But I think him and Khabib would be because. I'm assuming Khabib beats Tony, and then if he were to beat Connor again, that would put him at thirty and zero to fight GSP, who is arguably the best fighter of all time, number one pound for pound. Period. That would just be insane. <laughs> like that is a matchup for the ages that yeah, I would be, love to could see. Khabib really wants that. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I would be excited for that too. I see Khabib beating Connor again. But I also, I don't know, Connor's kind of fucking scary right now. Whatever. That's cool. That's why they fight. To see what happens. Okay. Can we talk about a couple of the other fights on 246? You can. I'm not super knowledgeable about it. I can tell you how annoying it was to watch Holly Holm up against the fence for the whole time. But other than that, I didn't watch anything else. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about um, Macy Barber's fight. Because she went in at a negative 850 to plus 620 favorite, which is... Not everyone really knows what that means. Absolutely I still absurd. Don't. Basically, if you bet $100 on Roxanne, I, I can't remember her last name, Feta, Fedadori or something like that. If you bet $100 on her, you would have won $620. Like, this was a huge... Huge underdog. And Macy Barber was coming in at 8-0. She's 21 years old. She's on a quest to be the youngest champion to win a belt before 23, you know, the age of John Jones. And she was a huge favorite going into this fight. And at the start of the second round, something happened with her knee. And she just totally went out and just had to basically fight with one leg for the rest of the fight and just got worked because of that and I think she tore her ACL based on how she was walking and the wincing and the pain and when the referee or the doctor came in to check before the third round he did a couple of tests and when he did the anterior drawer test like the ACL test is when she winced in pain and then put the Put the I'm fine face right back on. Like, so much respect for her in that sense. That she finished the fight with a potentially a torn ACL. But <clears throat> she's got such a bright future ahead of her. And it sucks to see something like that. Like, such a fluke thing happen. For her to just step back and, like, her knee to give out. Just totally sucks. All I'm saying is she was really annoying with the, her fighter on social media. I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. Oh, that... Definitely bothers me. Bother me if Connor did it too. But another fight, um, 
the Dober fight, he was a huge underdog. And he went in and <laughs> knocked him out in the first and got a fight of the night bonus. So, that just goes to show that you never know. And the Vegas odds do not matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, they count. But some people made some serious money betting on the underdogs in those two fights. And that's why they fight, you know? That's that's why you put it out there. It's not all about the numbers. It's about what they do and what crazy stuff happens inside. But yeah. Overall, I think 246 is pretty good. Really excited for 247. John Jones. John Bones Jones. Fighting um, Dominic Reyes. I think John Jones is going to handle him pretty well. I need to study up on that. Yeah, that's our next our next quest to get in tune with. But I think I think Dominic Reyes is great. I think he's twelve and zero right now, but he's also fighting John Jones, who's John Jones and doesn't lose. So I think that'll be an interesting fight. I don't know if John Jones finishes him. I see the potential in it going the distance with a unanimous or split decision to John Jones, but I think he's just going to control the pace of the fight too much for Reyes to really do too much damage or to catch him. But that's February 8th, so... Really? Oh, shoot, we'll see. Yeah, it's coming I up. Study. couple weeks. Goodness. Okay. Well, we will be back. Yeah, we're going to go up watch The Bachelor <laughs> and then we'll probably pop back on and vent a little bit about what's going on there yeah hopefully it's juicy yeah alright we'll see in a little bit alright we're back y'all crazy I know it was like three seconds for you but <laughs> um alright we just finished episode three of The Bachelor Peter Weber's season probably Pete and we're just going to do a quick little recap of what we like and don't like. Who we like, who we don't like, and how we think Peter's doing. Okay, so first of all, um, Alea, she's a little fake it seems like. Oh, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about talk about episode. Assuming you've heard it. Alright, continue. <laughs> I mean, we did that with the fight too, but like, I guess that's more given that people mm-hmm. have seen that. Anyway, Alea, like... It definitely seems like she puts on a presentation when she's speaking and when she's standing with her shoulders back and her voice higher, blah, 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 blah. But, like, my opinion, TBH, like, it sounds like a little fake, but at the same time, if you're a little extra polished for the cameras, I don't want to hold that completely against you. It's when you, like, full-on are a different person in terms of, like, your core and your values and what you say. Like, if she was, like, fake about her feelings to Peter to progress in the season to be the Bachelorette, that's a, that's different than just being, like, oh, hi, <laughs> like, in front of the cameras, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be clear about what she's fake being fake about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't like her. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't love her either, but, like, I don't know. I just... I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt because I think I judge people too quickly about being fake. Yeah. But that's because I'm over here like cursing and like being embarrassing and like 
burping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little different. Like, I don't necessarily yeah, think yeah. that people, like, who don't act that way should be considered fake, you know? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to check myself. I think there's also just a lot of more real people on the show this year. Like, this season. Like, there's people who are just not yeah. attention-seeking. Like, for instance, I thought Kaylin and Hannah B., on Colton's season was fake as fuck. I agree. Like they're both fake. And Hannah B, I freaking love that girl. I love that girl. I love who she is a person right now. Who she like has she stood her most. But, like on Colton's season, she wasn't necessarily like completely genuine. And I really don't think Kaylin had that strong of feelings for Colton. I'm putting that one out there. I I think Kaylin has the potential to be really fake, and she wasn't paradise, and so. Maybe it's the pageantry thing. I don't yeah. know. Start cutting them. No you more know, pageant girls. Why do they need to be here? But we also Victoria 20. P was a pageant girl. I don't. That's true. I like she's her. not fake. I don't think she's fake. She's not. But she didn't come in claiming I'm a pageant girl. I she guess like not. She mentioned it. But she's a nurse. Yeah. Which is dope. You know like. That's, <laughs> yeah. Like, that she identifies that's with that different, person. You know? yeah, I'm totally. glad she should. She's a nurse. Yeah. That's dope. That's a, that's it takes, a like, legit... Person. Personality, like, <laughs> skills to, like... Not that they... Pageantry doesn't take any skills. But, like... Yeah. yeah. I... I like Victoria P a lot. I think she's too. gonna be Final Four. Oh, definitely. She's really, really great. And I... And their, their date was really cute. Also, I like Kelly. I'm a Kelly I fan. I like Kelly, too. I think Kelly was... She's not that she real. cheated, but in that, like group date that got her like that one-on-one post group date but she's hella cute i like her a lot and she's she stays out of drama it's not like she like i know i think i think the people who are drama free are gonna end up farther for this season well i think that's true for i don't know i don't know maybe you're right I, i just think peter's just like he gets stressed out very easily yeah so i think peter is not handling the season well at all so far you're like I'm like a little I'm watching I'm like he he quits too easily like just so many times he's like I don't feel 100% I'm gonna back out of whatever event is going on like I'm gonna not do this because Hannah B's here and I'm gonna not do this because I'm not feeling up to it and I'm gonna not babe, I'm just gonna leave that's him being authentic that's him being true yeah I get that but so get up yeah, like part of it, <laughs> part of it is like you gotta, you gotta do the show, you know. But I just think that like those conversations that he would have had wouldn't have changed a whole lot of where he stood. Like it was very clear who was going home this episode. Yeah. Minus Sarah. Me. Yeah, Sarah got no screen time. Neither did the pretty girl with the pretty hair. The poofy hair. The poofy pretty hair. The like um, esthetician, I think she is, and then. The Asian girl Jasmine, who I literally have not heard spoken a singular word. Like I don't think I've heard her say a singular thing. Like she spoke today. She asked uh, Alea how her talk went. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm not just, seen her talk with Peter. I'm saying it was just clear who was going home before he didn't have those conversations. Like it's fine. True. But. But spoiler for the preview for next week. Oh my god. So the yeah. preview for next week, Victoria F. and Peter are going on a one-on-one. And then he goes, I have a surprise for you. And then they're like, boom, Chase Rice 
concert because everybody in freaking Bachelor Nation is a country fan. And, Which I love. And they have like multiple country artists like featured on every thing of The Bachelor. Whatever. Everyone's going to Stagecoach. We're going to see them all on Stagecoach. Shout out. But then she's dancing with Peter and then like cut to the post concert inter- um, date and she's like I dated Chase Rice. Like first of all who the freak dated Chase Rice? What? <laughs> <laughs> like what? That's hilarious. I think it's awesome. I can't wait for next week to see how that I'm kind of excited out. to see Peter go like wait what? <laughs> yeah I'm <laughs> poor guy. That's hilarious. Just me and you and your ex singing to us. <laughs> But like, how's he supposed like oh, how's he supposed not. to let anybody yeah. on his scene? What I'm wondering is is don't the artists. girls usually put favorite artists and stuff like that yes. in their thing? Yes. So I'm curious if she put Chase Rice as one of her favorite artists. I don't know. Which she is did, why they were brought there. Stupid because that would be who they brought on. <laughs> like It's just funny. I mean, I'm sure they're Jake Owen list, was on you know? Hannah B's Bachelorette season. But there had to have been a list. Brett Young multiple was on people, multiple options. Bachelor you know? season. Like you can't just pick your top person and then they're the person who comes. Like I'm sure there's a, a more extensive list. So maybe he was someone on the she list. didn't put on, babe. Like I get that. I'm just saying. I'm just curious. She definitely put him down. I'm sure they're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be awkward as hell, but I can't wait. Cause she's meek. Alright. Well, who else do we like? I'm a Kelly fan. I'm a Victoria P fan. I I like Sydney. I like Sydney. Sydney's not for st- Peter. Stuck up for herself tonight. Yeah, I'm excited to see Pete, um, Sydney on Paradise. I'm excited to see Lexi on Paradise. Um, I'm. I like Madison. Madison. I don't think Madison's gonna end up with Peter. I think they're gonna go far, but I don't. She's so cute. She's, She's like too cute. So similar to Raven Gate. I think her last name is Gates. You don't know who she is, babe. I'll no. show you a picture and video of her later. I just watched her on Roses and Rosé Sip and Spill with Lauren Zima on Entertainment Tonight today Plum. on YouTube. Love Lauren Zima. Babe, you know who Lauren Zima is? I do. She's a correspondent for Entertainment Tonight, but she's also dating Chris Harrison. <laughs> So she gets all the inside scoops. <laughs> so she gets all the inside scoops. Mm-mm. Um, but anyway, they I watched an interview with Raven Gates today. She's so cute, but she's southern, and she's real, and she's strong Five personality, <laughs> and she uses a lot of mascara on the bottom <laughs> of her eyelashes. Madison does that too. It's a little too much for me. I can't I can't handle that. You know what I mean? I don't really notice things like that. Really, babe? Come on. Really? I don't you don't notice that she has like five thick black eyelashes on the bottom of her I, eyelid? No, I don't look for things like that, I guess. You'll notice it now. I will notice it now. It's fine. It doesn't really make a difference. It's just something I notice. I also notice she has a really, really thick, cheap tan, which is fine. It's not a judgment. <laughs> I'm just saying these are things I, I observe objectively. All right, predictions for who's going home next week. Oh shoot, um, I don't think Kelly's gonna last. Kelly, Kelly, no, I love Kelly. Kelsey is gonna Kelsey? last very long. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm over Kelsey too. I think Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Ann's gonna last long. Kelly's gonna last long. Victoria P's gonna last long. I don't think Victoria F is gonna go home right away. She am. 
Shan's going home Gotta soon. Go. Her or DeAndre. Oh, yeah. DeAndre. Who's the one who's blonde hair? The, the African-American has blonde hair. Um, Ciara? Ciara? Kiara? Kiara? Kiara, I think it is. Kiara? Kiara, yeah. She, I think she's going to go home sooner rather than later. Um, I think uh, it looks like Alea comes back. But oh, my I God. Know. I don't know about that. She's going to be so dramatic. I'm just not... I mean, I get that's what the show's about, but, like... I like the people who are not dramatic. Like? Lexi. Chilling. I know, but Lexi doesn't get any screen time. She's like Mike. She's like Mike. Be like Mike. Well, but she'll go on the... She'll go on Bachelor in Paradise. I think Tammy's going to stay for another oh, couple Oh, I really like Tammy. Not for Peter, really, at all. I just think... Tammy is such a Demi character, and, you know, I didn't like Demi at the beginning of Colton's season, but I loved her, like, later, and I like Tammy, I'm gonna say, I like Tammy, but not for people. I think she's just more of, a, like, a person to talk to in an interview than she is, like, a person on the show, which I don't particularly like. You don't like people who are there just to be on the show? Yeah. That was Demi. That is Demi. Demi's freaking on everybody's season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I still like Demi. I like Demi too. Okay. That's Anything good. else? Who's your ultimate pick prediction? Go. If... Our predictions suck, by the way. I predicted a round three head kick knockout on Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, I'm only going with one mm-hmm. till the end. Or are we going top two? You can give me top two. Top two. I'm going to go Victoria P. Mm-hmm. I have my second pick. Is that also one of your top two? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Kelly. You think it's Kelly? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's tough. Madison? I, Do you think Madison? I think Madison. Yeah. I think Madison's top four or three, but I don't think she. I don't think she gets it or is top two. He does really like Kelly. Gosh. <laughs> okay, so those three. Yeah. And who else is in the final four? Oh, final four now. We're just giving ourselves all those people. Um. Hannah Ann, definitely. Ugh, I don't want Hannah Ann to be lasting long. Yeah, I thought Hannah Ann definitely had some fakeness to her, but whatever. Hannah Ann reminds me of, um, Kaylin. I think Hannah Ann's more manipulative than Kaylin. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I really liked Hannah Kaylin Ann. was so, like... Let's talk a bunch about me. Let's talk about, like, Hannah Ann is just, like, I don't think she's, like, trying to make anyone feel better about anything, but I don't think she's, like, going out of her way to, like, draw attention to herself, necessarily. Night one, when she stole him three times. That's true. And then somebody tried to confront her about it, and she was like... Kelsey. No, it wasn't Kelsey. It was... Sheehan. Sheehan. Right. And she, like... 
And she walked all over Shan. And I was just like, Shan, you got played, girl. It was really shitty, but I got played. Um, I really like Hannah in this episode, though. Yeah, she did better. You're right. Do you want to know why? She wasn't on it. We didn't hear <laughs> shit from her. <laughs> she did settle her stuff oh, with Kelsey you know, a little bit. Hannah Ann is friends with Hannah Goodwin, Hannah G from Colton Season, who's with Dylan. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, I can't. Hannah G's not fake. She is a little bit. No. I disagree. I think she's a little fake. Not like... She's cute, though. In, like, the crazy way, but just, like, in the... I don't want to You can't be mad at me. me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm Hannah G. You can't be mad at me. I'm Hannah G. I did that. You like that? You did. It was cute. Thanks. All right. Yeah, I think... I think Peter is doing awful. Disagree. I love Peter. I I like him a lot, but I think he he's could... just being authentic with his emotions, babe. Getting back away from the phone. Doesn't need to be. <laughs> he doesn't need to be a macho man. No, he he also can still handle these situations without being macho. Like he's You're just telling like, him to suck it up and get through the day. He talked with Alea, and then he just left. He didn't tell the girls anything. He just left. Whatever. And Chris Harrison had to come out and be like, so he's not coming back. That's Chris Harrison's job. He's I know, fine. but like, <laughs> come on. Like, you can handle that situation better instead of, I would rather him handle the situations in the moment than continue to apologize the next time he comes. Hey, I'm sorry for last night. Hey, I'm sorry for earlier. I really just wasn't feeling it. Like, tell him in the moment and then leave. Like you do with the Hannah B situation. Alright. Alright, I think that's going to cap it. Yeah. For episode three. Episode three, UFC and yeah. Pilot Pete. Thanks y'all for supporting. Uh, shout out to Derek May for giving us our first um, like voice memo. I don't even know. Like a voice message. I don't know. If you, if you go on the Anchor app, you can... Like, leave us a, a voice message. And he left us our first voice message. He was super supportive. Through the app? That's cool. I yeah. didn't know that was what it was. Yeah, it was like through the app. Okay. And so, shout out for that. Thanks for supporting. We've got some friends visiting the next couple weeks. So, we're excited for some more interviews. Well, yeah. Stay tuned. For more Team Talks. Alright, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.